Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. And certainly over the last few days, we've heard a lot about international students because they seem to be the uh, latest target of blame uh, by the Trudeau government as part of the reason uh, we're in this housing crisis. This would be the same government that allowed the number of international students coming to this country to explode. 900,000 international students just this year. We're talking triple the numbers over the last decade. And so Sean Fraser, who brought them in and increased immigration to record numbers, is also now the guy who is apparently in charge of housing and getting what he knows is not built, built. And at a time when housing starts are down and when there's a real strain on the system, and certainly um, he's got to fix what I think a lot of people would say he broke. Let me bring in Ron Butler, mortgage broker with Butler Mortgage, and certainly Ron, great to have you, but uh, you can explain it a lot better than I can. But there are so many variables driving up the prices of the houses, and international students is one of them. Great to be here, Alex. Yeah, I think it's really important to remember that the biggest victim in this whole disaster are the international students. I mean, they're being pigeonholed into horrible yeah. situations of, you know, eight people in a basement on futons with a hot plate. And a, I mean, it's just disgusting uh, how this has turned out. Uh, and yeah, it does affect the price of homes, uh, in, particularly in those university towns, because it's the a reason that props up Canada's super high house prices in those areas. I mean, if you can rent the, the basement of a house out for $850 a pop to eight people, you can suddenly afford a very expensive home. Yeah, and what ultimately, and you can, you can correct me where I'm wrong, is that you get all these international students, and then someone will buy a house, and instead of having a two-bedroom apartment, they will clear out the rooms and basically make them into to rooming houses. And it's not the most pleasant of of um, experiences, certainly for the student, but for the landlord, I mean, it's great because they've got the value in their house. They've got someone paying the mortgage. It drives up the prices and then everything else follows suit. Am I, am I, I know I'm oversimplifying it, but it's a solution in search of a lot of problems. That's actually very close to exactly how it works. I mean, if you could take a tiny bungalow in a university town and put six bunk beds into every one of those few bedrooms, then, yes, you're creating a worse room house. Some of these folks don't even get a room. So, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's tragedy for the students. It's tragedy for Canadians who look at buying a home, first-time homebuyers, who say, how can anybody support these prices and these, with these mortgage rates? Well, if you can get enough money out of the house through these kind of, like, it's illegal. Let's face it, a rooming house is illegal in 90% of these cases. And... Through illegal means, people are supporting these extravagant house prices. Albeit, it's opening up in Toronto, so will it be further exploited, make it worse, or where is it going to take us? But it's it's one problem on top of another, and a lot of these were caused by the minister who is now in charge of housing. And so it's just like, really? So I don't think anything's going to get better, and certainly not overnight, Ron, because, you know, you read about the housing starts. Housing starts are down. We've got builders, uh, you know, being being... 
uh, villainized because they're saying, well, I don't want to build right now when the wood and all the the, the goods to make a, and build a house are so expensive. They don't get into building to lose money. We also have a labor shortage. So there's a lot of variables against the market right now. And, and I hear a lot of words from politicians, but that's all they are. Well, the straw that broke the camel's back for builders and developers is uh, triple the mortgage rates. Yeah. You know, they've got to they've got to finance their way through the building process too, and uh, it's it's triple. So you know, you could maybe get past the lack of uh, uh, lack of trades. You could maybe get past the high construction costs of yeah. materials. But when you top that off with triple the financing cost, yeah, it just brings everything to a stop. I was reading an article uh, with one economist saying that um, Canada is now sitting on the largest housing bubble of all time. And the worst part is it's a housing bubble on top of a credit bubble. And so we're at that point where you've got people scrambling. They may have bought a place a couple of years ago. It's now being built. They're trying to get out of these deals, even if it means they're losing money. You've got developers who can't go forward with projects that they thought they might going. And then we've got all this other stuff bubbling to the surface. Um, God help us, I guess, if Tiff Macklem raises rates, which should come in the next week or so. Um, but but what do you see happening? Well, it's it's really becoming hard to say because the last thing we really expected coming into this incredibly high priced and huge number of immigrants yeah. was that yeah. building would slow down. Nobody expected building would slow down. I mean, it's the very opposite of supply and demand. We've got huge demand. We've got not enough supply and we've got more people coming. Nobody would ever dream that the, that you'd stop building, but that's exactly where we're going. And yeah, uh, there may be no increase uh, this in September 6th, but, the market has priced in a, almost a guarantee of an increase, uh, another increase in Canada before the end of the year. So it's just more bad news, piled on bad news. Yeah, and it's not the students' fault um, that this happened. It's not their fault that this happened. But, uh, you know, it's clear the universities love it. They make a lot of money off of these international students. But, but in welcoming so many in, uh, we've driven the price up on everything. Well, we have one major flaw in the provincial system of managing student housing. Uh, you don't have to provide any student housing if you're a university or a college. Right. For, two, for 200 years, there's been absolutely no necessity to do it. So the provinces have got to start looking themselves in the mirror and saying, hey, uh, you know, if these, if these students are coming and the universities are making big money, some of that money better go to student housing. I mean, we, we just got to take action. Well, yeah, but that that should have been done like years ago. That that's the the travesty here is they knew that they were going to let a lot of people in, and they just didn't do anything. It's like they built the Titanic, but they didn't build enough lifeboats. Listen, there's no one would ever accuse any level of government in this country of great planning. Not at any level. No, never going to happen in uh, this country. Okay? Yeah, never. Well, as my husband said last night. We're going to be dead before anything's fixed, right? And I'm like, yeah, I've, I've just, uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, Ron, we'll talk again. Thank you. I always appreciate your time. Thanks, Alex. Appreciate it. That is uh, Ron Butler, who uh, is just great. He's great on Twitter if you're not following him. He just gives great advice, doesn't mince words, and just says it like it is.